Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Well, here we are everybody, the week of Christmas. Welcome back. hope everyone's back. doing well. Hope everybody has all their Christmas baking and their Christmas shopping all done. Is your shopping all done? Um, we will have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see. And uh, this kind I of I always tie- find more. It's yeah. like, you know, if something comes up, it's like, ooh, I forgot to get this. This does tie in with last week's episode. I, I've got some shopping done. I did not get my wife a Peloton. Oh, you didn't? No, I no. You would not order that right no, away. No, because I found that would just interfere with her getting all of her housework done. So I don't <laughs> want anything like that. I think I decided on the gym membership again. <laughs> that was such a such a crowd pleaser the, the last time you got it. I think you should continue to go with that. <laughs> yeah, that always wins me a lot of points. But here we are, week of Christmas. Like I said, hope everybody's uh, start winding down a little bit, uh, get into Christmas, and uh, hopefully it's not too hectic and you guys can enjoy it. And uh, just have a good time. Yep. Throw another Yule log on the fireplace. Throw another Yule log on the fireplace. Get some food. Kick back. Maybe watch some Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm ready to go right now. Yeah. Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> it does sound good. All right. Well, I'm going to get us started this week. And Doug has not heard this Would You Rather yet. We're going in the mood of Christmas. We're going to do a Christmas Would You Rather. All right. Uh, as our conversation This will be interesting then. This will should be fun. So... For our Christmas Would You Rather, the question is, would you rather never hear Christmas music again, ever, Okay. or be forced to listen to Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time ten times every day forever? Oh, <laughs> that's so a good one. And you still get to listen to other music if you do the Paul McCartney thing. But Other I Christmas have to music. listen to it. But you got to hear it ten times a day. I love Christmas music. Uh, I love all music for the most part. Not all, but most music. <laughs> I'm sure there's some genres out there I'm not going to be as, as thrilled with. But I've always enjoyed music. Um, I love Christmas music. I love Christmas time. You know, Thanksgiving, right after that, you kick off, start listening to all the music. But I think like we discussed on a previous episode, that Paul McCartney song has just been overplayed to death. <laughs> and this is going to really make it overplayed. Uh, and so I have to listen to it every day, forever, not forever. just Christmas. Uh, the question was forever. No. So even during the summer, <laughs> you're going to feel like Groundhog Day. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, as much as it pains me, I'm going to say no Christmas music then. I For a while I could, but man, you start getting 20, 25 years down the road and you've got to listen to that <laughs> 10 times every day. Serenity now. I was going to say, hopefully, <laughs> then I'll be, maybe I'll just be senile by then and I won't even pay attention. But I, I'm going to I'm going to just skip on the Christmas music, I guess, and, uh, and not make myself have to listen to the Paul Man, McCartney. No more Snoopy and the Red Baron. I know it. <laughs> I know. It's, it's going to be difficult. But I don't know that I can listen to that 10 times every day forever. Now, if it was just 10 times every day during the Christmas season, then I would say, yeah, yeah then you can ahead. do it. Sure. And I, I almost thought I about can, changing the question to no, that. that's good. That's but good, it makes it, it makes it very then. Yeah, it makes it very difficult. Because if it was just 10 times during the Christmas season... I'd say sure. I just fire it up, put it on loop, get through the ten real quick, 
And you know, I could do it in the mornings when I'm getting ready, you're taking a shower, brushing your teeth, shaving, whatever. You just have that play in, fine, and now it's done, and I can get on. But every single day. <laughs> and the thing is, if you do listen to it every single day, think what's going to be in your head every single day. <laughs> I know. July, wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> Simply. <laughs> the fireworks are going off. Boom, boom. I have only listened to it nine times a day. I've got to go uh, listen again. <laughs> right, before, yeah, I'm, right before bed. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stay. No, no Christmas songs at this point then. I, I can't do that. Well, I, I, I got to look at this question a little earlier today, so I had a little bit more time to think about it. And I, I unfortunately, I, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk listening to it every day because I love Christmas music so much. And I do too, but man, I, that's terrible. That's, that's going to be rough. So between, you know, this is from a previous episode about the uh, chicken in my car every time I get in. So between fighting a chicken every time I get in the car and then listening to Chris, Wonderful Christmas Time, I'll probably do that in my car as well. It's going to be a rough trip. You can fight the chicken while you're listening to this. Yeah. Time. So, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, those summer, spring, summer, fall, that's going to be tough. But, man, there's just so much Christmas music I like. I don't know that I could go without listening to it and i don't know what that you know when we say not listening to christmas music you know you're walking through the stores and you're hearing it does that mean your hearing goes out and you just don't you can't hear it maybe you gotta wear uh silencing headphones or something that <laughs> whatever you go in there yeah so. or some filter gets plugged into your brain that you can't process christmas music it's just white noise <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that was good timing that was good timing <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Christmas music. I'm okay. going to be insane in about 20 years. Yeah. Um, well, odds are that was happening anyway. True. <laughs> I'm not that far from, <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess I'm really not reaching all that far. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's yeah, our, I'm, I'm going to stick with mine as much as it pains me. I'm going to say no. And I, I don't, yeah, I don't, well, I'm a little younger than you. See, I have to listen to that song a little bit longer. Right. I don't know that I could do it. For that much longer. I know. That's another so. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully. It's more than... <laughs> I mean, between us. Yes. Uh, well, that's true. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. Well, maybe not quite 10, but close. All right. Well, that was the Would You Rather. And we're on different pages this week. I'm going to be listening to my Christmas music while going insane to Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to listen to any Christmas music, so I guess I'll just be playing some sticks or something over here and... Which which is just which is good. Yeah, I, I can deal with that. But that's it. All right. Well, hey, let's let's talk about since this is our last podcast for Christmas. Let's actually get into Christmas Day itself. Let's let's talk about some gifts maybe you've gotten that you liked. Some maybe if you had any you didn't like. Something that you got that maybe was questionable or nowadays you like. They would never give this gift nowadays. Yeah, but uh, we we got it back then. Have you gone into your parents' room and looked under beds or in closets or I, shaken any boxes? Have you, you know what? That? That's funny that you should bring that up. When uh, my brother and I, we were pretty small, we did go in and went under my mom's uh, bed and we found a box and it had uh, toys in there, just one toy for each of us. Right. She found out that we found it, and she took it back. She took it back to the store. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Taught me a very good lesson. I didn't look around anymore. I'm like, nope, I don't care. <laughs> I walked in the basement one time and found a, uh, my parents had gotten us a used sled. 
we hadn't lived in Illinois all that long. Probably, probably one of our first winter. Actually, it would have been our first winter here because it was in that house. And my dad was fixing it up and painting the rails on stuff. And it was hanging in the basement from the rafters oh. where he had painted it. And I went down there, which we never went in this basement. It was a pit. And so we never went down there. But for some reason, I went in the basement and saw it. I don't know if I ever said anything to anybody about it, though, that I saw it and knew that we were getting a sled. I probably felt like I would have gotten in trouble yeah. or uh, wouldn't have got the sled. So I don't think I really said anything. And I'm a type of person, I don't. I like surprises, so I don't go looking for gifts. And um, so, yeah, that's... Um, See, I like surprises, too. And I like getting the gifts and just open them and be surprised. So I don't know why when we were... We were really young. I don't know why we went and looked, but we did. But I, I do like getting surprised. Now, my wife, on the other hand, cannot stand to not know what's what there is. She can't stand. She likes surprises, but she wants to know right away. Did she find out what uh, your your baby was going to be? When nope. You, she didn't find out nope. that, though, huh? No. See, we did find out, much to my not wanting to. Your chagrin. <laughs> yes, my chagrin. Yes, we did find out. Yeah, it's funny. Lori went into the, was going to the doctor, and she's like, well, I can find out, and you don't have to. You can stay out when they tell that part. And it's like, oh, that's going to work well. Yeah. Oh, why are you buying all this blue stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Throw you off the track. Yeah. So I didn't even want to unwrap babies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that that is funny, though. Yeah, because Michelle cannot... She does not like surprise. She likes surprise, but she has to know. Yeah. But it does surprise me that she never did... um, find out what we were having she just let it be a surprise so yep so so yep i did i did not want to find out um i usually didn't like to shake boxes i don't you know no i don't want we to weren't allowed to shake them if once they were wrapped in there you weren't allowed to touch or move them hmm. and mom said she's threatened us if you guys if i find you messing around with that box she goes i'll, I'll, I'll cut your hands I'll, off I'll, I'll cut your hands off <laughs> yes we had a very violent childhood <laughs> my brother lefty uh, no. <laughs> no, but uh, we would we would move them and shake them a little bit when she wasn't home. Yeah, walk up, yeah, like push it a little bit, push and on it. rattle it. But yeah, didn't test her too much, so yeah. I was always afraid. Yeah, so so uh, talk, you know, in this segment, we wanted to talk about a few of the gifts that were you know special. We like we both kind of talked about beforehand. We we always appreciated the gifts that we got. Um, so, but what are some some favorites that maybe you had? I was trying to think, I, I, and these are in no particular order. These are just some things that stand out. And I think we were talking, too, before, um, during during our pre-podcast meeting, if we were going to rank them or just, and I said, I, I really don't have a way to rank them because they're different. They're It's hard to rank some of these. They just, they're a different toy or a different gift, so they have different meaning to me, but I don't like one more than the other. So before you talk about them just kind of in general do you have that one favorite though that sticks out above the rest or not I, I kind of I do. probably do have one that really sticks out above above the rest and I'll, I'll say one once I, when I get to that one I'll kind of say it and again I don't know favorite is such a hard word because I, I had it depends on what period right, of my right. life I was in that I liked these these gifts yeah um, but I think we were talking too that was it was a lot different growing up. Now we're going to sound like, you know, old man river here, but we didn't way back, you know, <laughs> in the seventies and the sixties growing up, you didn't get toys all the time. There wasn't, you know, you didn't order things online. You didn't get to the store. There wasn't a lot of stores that had toys 
all year yeah. round. There were no cell phones to have games on, no, or even no, cell phones no, themselves. No, there were some board games, and so you had you had your birthday, mm-hmm. and you had Christmas, and those were your two big times to try to get a gift or right. gifts of some kind. So that's that's what you had to try to hit. And if you uh, you missed up on one of those, then it's like, well, you got to wait several months now to try to get get something again. You're right. not going to get a gift just because. Hey, we went to the store. You want a toy? It's like, no, that's not how. At least my parents. Yeah, that's not how yeah. that worked. Yeah, it was rare we'd get a toy. Very in, once. In yeah, I was gonna say very rarely would we get something. Uh, so so Christmas was always a huge deal. That was the mother load. That was the payoff. Yeah. Um, but, so uh, why don't you name, go over one or two, yeah, and I'll, I'll give a couple. And I'll do, well, the first one I got down here, and this would probably be probably my favorite, or not, like I said, probably the most, oh, most memorable. It's like, one year, I, I'd been asking and asking for this, I got a guitar. And so mm-hmm. I was thrilled to death I got this guitar. I'd been asking. My parents said, no. That's fun. That costs too much money. We're not going to get a guitar. It just costs too much. Maybe after Christmas, if they go on sale or something, so... Which was, I was kind of disappointed. This was last year, right? This was last year. I cried. <laughs> no. So, uh, I, you know, we, we, we did Christmas and it was fun. We had a good time and got a lot of gifts and everything. And we were all done, wrapped up. Everything was finished. No guitar. Which, again, like I said, I was a little disappointed, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. And so, my mom said, well, I'm a little cold. I'm a little cool. She said, why don't you, over there by that by the sofa, there's a, the Afghans thrown over the the arm of the sofa. Will you grab that and bring it over to me? And when I grabbed it, I pulled up. The guitar was sitting back behind the afghan, and so I saw it. And so that was, I was just, I couldn't believe it. And then did we, you scream? I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" <laughs> and then uh, we used to way back then. Everybody would rock. come. We lived out in the country in this big old farmhouse, and so in the afternoons, the family would all come over. We have a big meal. And a couple of my uncles brought their guitars, and they taught me chords. And so there was just like four or five of us just sitting around jamming on, you know, playing chords of yep. Christmas songs and uh, gospel songs and stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. It was a great Christmas. So there's that would be probably probably my if I had to if I had to label one as a favorite, that would probably be yeah. It. Well, mine and this I'd say was my favorite as a kid, and. It's funny because looking at it now, it's so, I don't know, if trivial or generic compared to toys they've got now, but the Verdi Bird by Mattel. It was a helicopter that was attached to a, like a cable, and there was a control unit out in the center, and then you had two little levers that you could make it hover and fly around in a circle. Well, like I said, nowadays kids have ones that aren't connected to a thing in the center and they fly all over. But yet there was something so fun about that. And me and my friend would play with it for hours. And we would set things up in its path and make it fly over it and hover and pick things up. And um, Well, most of the time if you had a helicopter, it was hand-powered. You had to have it in your hand. Just, yeah, you yeah, know, you're making the noise. Here we go. We're taking the helicopter. Whatever. But yeah, this thing's like, it's really flying all itself this is amazing yeah it was it was so cool and my brother had one that was on a like a cruise ship thing and it had a helipad on top and it would fly around you could land it back now, did yours have a hook underneath where you could pick things up yeah and move them yeah and you had a little yeah. like guy on a raft and you could take him off the raft and yeah. fly him around um and yeah it only went in a circle but you know it would go pretty high it would go fast um I don't know. It was just a fun toy. I think I got the most mileage out of that toy. I played with it, played with it, and played with it. 
I guess one played with it would have been sufficient. It's kind of like always, always, always. <laughs> You're driving that point home. So yes. that's, that's fine. Yes. That's fine. So the yeah. Verdi Bird gets my quote number one, even though this isn't really a list of ranking. Yeah. Kind of on that same vein for me, one year we got a, uh, my brother and I got up, you know, I don't know, it was probably four in the morning. It was pitch black. We walked down the hallway and we look into the living room and we see this thing glowing in the dark. We got a uh, slot car track oh, yeah. and it glowed. It had it had loops in it and it all glowed in the dark and it was all just glowing in the dark. And that was, I mean, we played with that hours and hours on end. We just yep. played. I had still smell when that would get hot. You get that electric <laughs> smell. Oh, yeah. And I then had sometimes the electric pads would get dirty. So you had to take a pencil with an eraser yep. and clean up the pads and Oh, love those! And, then, and usually, you could snap different bodies on the yep, frame. Yeah, and... take peel the the wheels off and replace the wheels, and uh, yeah. So, so slot cars were good. Uh, in that same vein, this was you were a little older, so you said you didn't get into this, but we had stompers. Stompers were a blast too. They take a double A battery, and you'd snap them in a big four wheel drive. I had a four wheel drive Jeep and a four wheel drive. Semi truck, you turn them on, they have big foam tires and run over stuff. Yeah, so I do rem- love, I remember the commercials and stuff. Love the them. stomper, love the slot car. Um, mm. I had a couple more of mine. With it's weird. I think I was in fifth grade and I got a uh, General Electric cassette tape player. Yeah, <laughs> and that that's another one. And the first thing I did with it was took the back off of it. Took all the screws out, took the back off of it, so I could see how it worked inside. Uh, I was always really intrigued with how things worked, and so my parents were like furious because I'm taking apart a brand new tape recorder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just taking like eight screws out, you know. But but yeah, they were kind of mad at me. I put the put the put it back on though. Popped my iron butterfly in. I got a Davita tape into it and uh, and listened to that. Uh, so so yeah, that's one that's kind of special to me that I remember. Um, one that almost any given year would have been good was Hot Wheels. Yeah, Hot Wheels and, were all And it could be good. anything from the little house that had the sponge rollers in it that would shoot the cars down the track to just plain old track with a clamp that you hook onto something uh, with a couple of cars, and I was good to go. So Hot Wheels would be a, a another huge one for me. Um, so you got any more? Yeah, I've got about, I don't know, three, four more here, but... Um... Probably my second favorite thing that I got for Christmas. Uh, and I was probably seven years old, I think, when I got this. But one year I got the green machine. Oh, the green machine. The green machine was absolutely... I Until I got the guitar, that was probably my favorite Christmas gift. Uh, and I was looking at the, at the advertisement, and I remember some of this stuff. The green machine, it says, for guys. So first of all, it's not for little kids. This is for guys. <laughs> Guys, the big wheel. Boy, that would be that was for little kids. (laughs) The green machine. It's for guys. (laughs) It says for guys. Eight. I see a class action lawsuit coming. But I love their 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 or their slogan here on the box. For guys, eight, nine, ten years old who really know how to ride. (laughs) (laughs) And then they list all the stuff. They have the the picture of the green machine. They have like. So it's like it's like a new car. They have things that are pointing out all the things that are better the, on it the than features. the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> stick shift controls, direct drive pedal system, like direct drive pedal system. But you're like, like oh, it's direct drive. <laughs> it says hug the road 
uh, yeah, hug the road tip proof design. So you can't tip it. It's low to the ground. And it actually, that was, that's true. Yep. <laughs> slick, uh, racing slick tires, swivel action rear wheels. The rear yep. wheels would slip swivel. So you could get going fast, crank on that uh, stick shift around. control and spin it around. Adjustable bucket seat. <laughs> yeah. My then, brother, my brother had one of those. Supersized mag style wheel. <laughs> and then the one thing that really set it apart was it had the handbrake. So you could pull up on that brake on the back. Do some Tokyo drifting. Yes. Yeah, you could get that thing moving out, grab with your right hand on that handbrake and pull up and lock up the back wheel and spin it around. So, yeah, the green machine. Into the nearest ditch. Oh, right? we, Parked car. We did all that stuff. We tried to jump ditches with it. We would do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. Green machine was absolutely fantastic. And... I saw a website that they actually make adult-sized green machines <laughs> <laughs> that you can go and pay in like like a go-kart track. I, I kind of would like to do that once. <laughs> Although I don't know if my knees can handle it anymore, but I'd I, like to try it. <laughs> I know, that's the problem with the, with the age part of it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I had a couple more. Um, I, this was probably a cross between a gift, you know, a stocking. We talked about stocking stuffers last week. Um I don't remember if this was in my stocking or if it was actually one of the gifts I got, but remember the Mattel football with the little red dots on the screen? Oh, that was a great, yeah, we had that uh, and the baseball. Yeah. And my dad had a boxing game. Yep. That was our version of a handheld video game. Oh, yeah. And it was like six LED little red dots on a screen that you would use arrows to move them up and down or right to left. That was it. And you had to dodge other red LEDs. Uh, I had a racing one. Where the you'd pass, you know, the you'd go right and left and pass the other dots on the screen. We actually got kind of the next generation of that, where it would go it had forward and reverse. Because when it first came out, it was just one direction. Yep. And then we got one uh, when when my parents got ours. They actually bumped it up, which usually we always got. You know, we wait and then we get <laughs> the basic. But we had the one that had four controls: up, down, left, and right. So I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was one. Good call. Love the Mattel uh, football game. Oh, I did too. Uh, did you ever play electric football? Where you I had know the, what the you're guys, I never did. You had the vibrating metal board, and it would have these guys with little teeny prongs under their bases. And as the board vibrated, it would, and you could change the adjust how much it vibrates. So it's like, real soft, or it'd be, and then they'd be like almost hopping down the field. And if they, the point was, if you gave your guy the ball and you'd, you'd build a clump, you know, your front line in front of him, once one of the defensive players touched him, he was down. Then you'd give him the ball again, build your front line, and try to move down the field. It was always a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, electric football. Uh, a couple of bowling games that I like. One was uh, uh, Skittle Bowl. Um, I never played that. That's game. where you had the bowling pins in the center, and you had a pole to the side with a wood ball on the end of it, and you would throw it around the pole, and it would come back in the front and hit the pins. And then I had another one called snap bowling, and it had the pins down at one end, and then you had a red ball on an elastic uh, band at the front, and you would snap it against the ball, and it would shoot it down to knock over the pins. Um, so yeah, both bowling games, those were a lot of Did fun. Did you have the, uh, ping pong basketball game? We had that one. My brother got that oh, one. Oh yeah, year. yeah. We used to like that a lot too. Yeah, that one, you had like, what, three, three on your side, three on his side. And yeah. And you would shoot. 
Yep. Flip, flip yep. the lever. It was spring-loaded, so you pull the lever back and let go, and it would kick yep. it up, and it would either shoot down into the, their basket or his. You had, had the score control the the circle so you can yep. flip flip the numbers around, keep score and everything. We That's another one we would play for hours. Oh, we would play that one a, a lot, too. Well, because before then, it was like we're playing paper football or something like that. Hey, we actually have a, we have a whole board and everything. Three coins on yeah. a table. Oh, and, yeah, the three <laughs> coins on the table. Yeah, we did all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying slowly as my grandson gets older to teach him some of those different games that we had back then. Um uh, you know, and it'll be interesting to see whether he likes them or not. You know, with, with cell phones and so much media and stuff now, yeah. video games, it's, it's hard to We had to entertain that. ourselves. There wasn't a whole <laughs> lot that was like the parents gave us that here, you you know, just take this and go watch it. It's like, there was none of that. It's like... No. No, there wasn't. And so. at least at our house, if you complain too much, my mom would... Or dad, my mom was like, you want me to give you something to do? It's like, no. <laughs> I will find something. Yeah. I will keep myself entertained. Uh, how about... Uh, I remember one year... This was a, a big in our house because, again, we didn't have a lot of electronics. We got the Atari, the 2600. Yeah. Now, this was after it had already been out for a little while. And television, Activision had already, they were out. They were kind of the hot thing. So the Atari was on the downside. So we got it on sale. Didn't care. Still yeah, that was kind it. of in between those games and Nintendo when yep. the first Nintendo came out. Yep, so we we played Asteroids and Combat forever. Would stay up till. One, two in the morning playing that game. Yeah, yeah. I played, I was a little older when that came out. We, I was, my first experience with video games was Pong. Um, yeah. And we had, we, we, and we, we were the same way. We always got units after they had been out for a few years. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a console with two paddles that had, you, you turn a knob in the center to make your paddle go up and down on the screen and the ball would go back and forth. So you could play it with, Two paddles each, or you play with one paddle each. That was about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I we lo- we loved it. It was a blast. Yep, had an aunt and uncle that had it, and whenever we'd go over there, we'd always can we play pong. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that was you know fun stuff. Yeah. Um, one year, my mom and dad made us an army men set. They took a <clears throat> big piece of plywood, and then they put that artificial grass over yep. it, and then they they. They made a stream in the middle. Now it wasn't with water, but it was painted blue. And they they made sandbags and di- uh, kind of dug dugouts all fox over holes. the place. Yeah, they did foxholes and different things. And we came down. They had it all set up. Had army men all over it. We played with that thing until it just literally it fell apart. So how did you play with it? Did you like pow 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 at each other? Oh yeah. Or did you throw things? <laughs> Basically, it was ninety five percent set up. And then five percent of playing yeah. the actual game, and then there would be a fight because I shot that guy. You can't see him. Yes, I could. And then he'd say no. And so then I just whacked the guy with my hand. Pow! Is he dead now? He flew across. <laughs> <the hill. laughs> That's how it was when we would yeah. play army outside. You'd run around with these fake guns, and you go pow pow pow, or maybe it would make yeah. a click sound, and you would yell out, "I got you!" And then the other person, "No, you didn't. You missed." And it ends up in a brawl. Yep, it's a big fight. melee. It turns into a melee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we had army men. Um, did you have anything else? Uh, we had rubber band guns. Yep. Uh, my dad made us all rubber band guns one that year. That would be under the dangerous. <laughs> oh, you know what? I had that under my dangerous ones. Um, Shoot. oh, my, yeah, five-speed bicycle. I got one year. My friend had this bicycle, and I wanted it so bad. And one year, fifth grade, I think, again, uh, I got that bike. It was a... It had a red front end with a gold back end. It had silver fenders, banana seat, 
but it had the it had the bigger wheels on it. Um, Fifth year sounded like the year of Greg. I think that was <laughs> tape recorder, uh, bicycle, electronics, <laughs> transportation. Man. You had it all going. Yeah, I could hang the cassette player from the handlebars. Oh, and... there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that was a fun one. Um, yeah, I think that's about all I got as far as. Well, we talked about one other thing, so I'll bring this up. The uh, the SSP racers. Yeah, I had that under dangerous ones. Oh, <laughs> well, well, that was the last one I had. So if you want to, we'll transition into the kind of the the dangerous or what could be considered dangerous toys then yeah or interesting interesting yeah. dangerous yeah and that's that that one has really pretty much all i had under there other than the rubber band gun yeah, so if I, you're not familiar with the ssp racers i had a motorcycle one basically you had a plastic oh cable <laughs> that was about yeah, like a 12 zip, inches a zip strip yeah it was like about 12 inches long but it, it had teeth in it and you would run it down the back end of the motorcycle. There would be a gear or the, the a car. A big wheel in the center, yeah. And then you would pull it out as quick as you could. Yeah, think chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> and it would it would make this sound. And we'll try to get the sound out there. And then you would drop it down on the, the ground. And it would just take off yep. as fast as it could. And just crash into whatever is out in front of it. <laughs> yeah, we, we between me and my brother, I don't know how many we had. I went and looked at pictures of these. Uh, right before we started the podcast. And it's like, I know we had at least six of them. So I think we probably asked for those for birthdays, um, probably a couple of different Christmases. Um, and then my brother got some of the, the Crash Bang smash ups which were the same concept, same cars. You pull the, the zip strip in the middle, but they had reversible doors and hoods and stuff. So when they would hit, they would flip those, and it would look like they were yep, damaged. those were cool. So they look like demolition derby cars, and you could I run just, them into each other. I just had the one. It was just the motorcycle. So, And I don't know if it was an Evil Knievel motorcycle or not. I always would pretend it was because yeah. I loved Evil Knievel. So. We, we would launch those down our basement steps. Yeah, we did that as <laughs> well. And then we'd get yelled at. So oh, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Cut that out. <laughs> so, yeah, the SSPs, were they were a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and I think the only other thing I had was rubber band guns I talked about. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned BB guns. Yeah, I was going to say, that was about really the only thing that we got. But I was probably 10 years old. My brother was seven. We got BB guns one year. And we went downstairs. And had a, it came with a, a little styrofoam target. And you have the, the, you know, the little sleeve of BBs. You get 100 of them in there. And you could put them in the stock of the gun. So we filled it up. We went downstairs. And it was uh, the one we had. You could pump it up to 10 times. So... One would be the least amount. Up yeah. to ten would be the most, and it would. I mean, it was powerful enough. Oh, it, they would, it would kill birds or squirrels or whatever. Not that you ever tried. That. No, but it was also it was a BB slash pellet gun, so you could yep. use pellets or I had BBs. The same. Yeah. yeah, ten years old. My brother's seven. We got it there. We'd just take it outside and take off, go hiking all over the countryside. Yeah, those things look like a German Luger. <laughs> well, we had the rifle. Oh, you had the rifle. I had the Luger yeah, the pistol. We, we had a rifle, so ours. Uh, Ours were the rifles. You pump them one to ten times. Yep. In fact, I still have mine. Do you really? Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't know how well it works, but I have it. Hmm. Sounds like fun, though. Well, okay. So, so we got we figured out what gifts we liked, and we, you know, talked about how much we appreciate different gifts. Well, what kind of like processes did you use to open your gifts? Did you guys have any special ways that you uh, did that? So you mean like coming down, like did we do 
I know some families will will open a gift on Christmas Eve or all of them on Christmas Eve. Or are you talking like that? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were Christmas morning. That's what we did. We didn't get to open anything Christmas Eve night. It was all Christmas Day. So yeah. that morning when we got up, we come downstairs. Usually we'd start with the stockings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always grab we that, always start with dump the it on the floor, and rifle through that real quick. Well, because Santa left the stocking laying on top of our stack of gifts. That's true. That's true. And then when I was real little, there was usually, like you said, a big gift, and that was set up in the 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 room. One year we got a, I got a toy box, so that was there, and it had the presents in it, or like I said, the slot cars, or the army man set, or whatever. The nineteen seventy nine Camaro. It's in the, oh, it's in, the, in the living room. <laughs> That's what I want now for Christmas. <laughs> but no. Yeah, so that would be set up in there. We grab the stocking, go through it, and then mom usually then dictated what she wanted opened when. She'd say, "You know, go get this gift or go get that gift." Or yeah. and a lot of times with our gifts, some of them would say like names on them, and some of them wouldn't, and she would know what was what. So, yeah, yeah. Well, my family was over the top. <laughs> so what we would do is, I have three brothers and a sister so we would quote buy each other a gift all of us so that right there you know i'm getting four from my siblings which most time was my parents buying for my siblings to give to us me them buying for me to give to them so we end up with this mammoth pile of gifts sitting around and then we still had santa claus in the morning and those would not be wrapped so the the nighttime when we would unwrap all those and it would just you were in on some of our early, when you were first married, when we'd go over to mom, yeah. my mom's house. And, and it, was, it wasn't, it was oh, let's take turns and each open a present and look at it and, you know, talk about it. It was like, one, two, three, go. And, and yeah. everybody just tore open their presents. And it's like, and then you were pretty much done. And you started playing with whatever you had, you know, whatever you got that night. And then, yeah, the next morning was, was Santa Claus. And the, for us, those presents weren't wrapped. They were just in neat stacks for each of us. And then our stocking was on top of it. And that signified which stack was ours. Yeah. No, ours ours usually, Mom kind of dictated that we all, you open one at a time. So everybody could see what you got. Right. <laughs> we we kind of do that now with our kids. But... Because I think I like that better. We talk about stuff a little bit, you know, get a little more family. I will say the first Christmas I spent with your family was, again, <laughs> coming from my side, it was like, and then like, don't open these, don't open these. So I was like, okay, I'm sitting there. Like, okay. And it was like, <laughs> oh, look what, I got. Like, what happened? <laughs> I know. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. And, and then the Christmas Eve ones, you know, I, I make it sound like it was just insane. And it was, it was a lot of gifts number wise. Kind of Lord of the Flies. But yeah, but they, they kind of. <laughs> But usually, you know, they were the smaller gifts on Christmas Eve. You know, like I said, brothers and sisters got for each other. And, you know, it might be an Etch-A-Sketch or something yeah. like that. The, 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 quote, bigger gift was then in the morning. You know, whether it was a bicycle or, a, you know, a game of some sort that we wanted. Or my Verdi Bird. <laughs> you know, things like that. I'd get my brother like a purple nurple. <laughs> <laughs> or wet willy. <laughs> Here's your gift. Yeah. <laughs> Then mom would threaten us and, you're ruining Christmas. No. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was funny. One year, um, we got to rush this along. We're going to run long on time. But one year, um, I, I, me and my youngest brother shared a bedroom when we were in about probably, 
I was probably in third, uh, fourth grade, so I would have been, you know, 10. He would have been about five, six. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the morning, the anticipation just hits. You oh, got, yeah. You got to get up and go see what Santa brought. And we're laying there in bed, both of us, and both woke up. <laughs> we edged to our door and looked down the hall, and we see this big, furry creature <laughs> at the end of the hall. Both of us saw it. We're like, what is that? And we're terrified. We, we it's a Bigfoot. That's what it looked like. We so did not, you push him out of the hall? Because that's what I would have done. Grabbed him and marched him down in front of me. <laughs> so we're, Sorry. We're, sorry, Chris, but I'm going to sacrifice you for the good of the family. <laughs> so we're in this dilemma that we're scared because there's this creature at the end of the hall. And we're like terrified. So we wouldn't, we wouldn't go down then. We're like, we want to see our presence, but we can't go down there because this creature's in the hall. And it was it was before the sun was up, so it was dark still. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so then the sun finally comes up. We stayed in our room, and the sun finally comes up. It's my mom's fur coat hanging on the back of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> so all that we were like, we're like, how stupid. <laughs> so so then we got to go down. Get yeah, when you're kids, though, you, you manufacture all kinds of things up into your head. But like oh, I said, it was terrifying. I would have sacrificed my little brother. So <laughs> <laughs> go get him. I would have pushed him in front of me all the way down the hall. <laughs> There's nothing to be afraid of. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm pushing him forward into it. <laughs> oh man! So so yeah, that's uh, that was kind of some how, some ways we did it. So like like now, um, you know that I now have my kids are all married, except one. Nick's not married yet, but, but you know you have married grown up kids and you have grandkids. Um, my, we had started a number of years ago where we had this numbering process where we buy all the gifts and we have a notebook. We write down in the book the number, the gift, and who it belongs to. And then we just put the number on the gift. That way the kids didn't know whose was whose. So yeah. even if they shook it, it was like, yeah. whose is that? And then Christmas morning, we randomly will say to one of the kids, you know, go grab number seven. And they'll go grab number seven, tear it open, and they find out what they got. And that's been a fun process uh, to do over the years. Yeah. So I recommend that. If you want to take your time and have each person open a gift, that's a fun way to do it. This year we drew names. Um, so we're going to see how that goes. We're, we're trying to cut down on the expenses a little bit. So we're, we're, we each put our name in twice. We each drew two names, and that's what we're doing. Mm. So, uh, so I, I think like to not putting a name on a gift at all, and everybody it's just Battle Royale, you fight it out. The last man standing gets all the gifts. Yeah. And you guys came over one year for Christmas morning. We did gift cards. That yeah. was a lot of fun, too. We had different values of gift cards, and we played a game. And, and Ours were $100. <laughs> your guys were 10 Somehow, I don't know. I must have... Well, we told my... you what to bring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a McDonald's booklet. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that uh, that's some different methods of over the years that we've done gifts and uh, yeah it's always been a lot of fun yeah so, so then after the gifts before the family would come over you know mom would start getting and putting out the, the cookie trays and all that getting things set up so that's when we would start sneaking into the kitchen <laughs> and then trying to trying to pick through all of the cookies and of course mom is at smacking your head yeah. those are for the company doesn't but, that smell good oh morning, I love that and so I got to thinking the list of cookies that your mom would make or that they would put out, um, absolutely loved it. And we don't have to get too far into them. I, I've got about seven of them here that I thought of just off the top of my head. 
But again, I think we talked about this on another episode. Um, the Buckeyes, absolutely love the Buckeyes as a kid. Mom would make them yep. ahead of time, put them in the fridge. A lot of times they had the, you know, the, the big buckets of ice cream, or they had like the half gallon, not the full gallon side, but they used the to little, come yeah, in yeah. the plastic bucket with a lid and then yep. a handle. She'd make them and put them in there. And so me and my brother got in trouble one year because we went and wiped out almost a whole <laughs> bucket of those. <laughs> and yeah, she was not happy with it. Easy to but, do. I could wipe out a bucket oh, by myself. Oh, man. Yeah, those Buckeyes, I could just... They're so easy. They're, they're, they're biting. You grab them, you pop one in your mouth, and you go. So yeah. you could walk right through the room, grab one real quick, pop it in your mouth, and you're out. Now, did she keep them cold? Or were they... Oh, cold. Yeah. 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 Which was good. And then, But I did like it when they'd start to warm up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they start you know, to like, thaw. Oh, yeah. that was perfect. So, yeah, Buckeyes were always probably number one on my hit list of what I'm yeah. going to knock down. And I think I mentioned that same week that peanut butter blossom yep. cookies. And we right won't go into too. the star or the kiss again. You were wrong. But, but <laughs> it's it's the kiss is what you should have. But peanut butter blossoms, um, yeah, those were one of my favorites. Yep. Sugar cookies. My mom used to make sugar cookies. Uh, and sugar we used to cookies. have the stamps too where you'd stamp out the different shapes so you'd have oh, yeah. reindeer or an snowman angel. or an angel, candy cane. And then decorate them. And she would put frost, some of them. Some of them would get sprinkles. Some of them were just plain. Yep. And I got to say, if I'm if I'm going to eat a sugar cookie and dunk it in milk, I kind of like just the plain sugar cookie with the milk. I like that. When yeah. You go, you go I'm not milk. a big dunker, so I... Oh, that's the only way to eat yeah. them for me. My wife likes to dunk things in milk. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I mentioned, did you ever have date balls? No. Yeah. Um, rum balls, though, had rum yeah. balls. No, date balls have dates, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're like melded together with like a caramel or a, some kind of a glaze that holds it all together. Sometimes there's coconut in them. Uh, I really like those uh, date balls. Yeah, no, my, my dad was a big fan of uh, rum balls. Loved the rum balls. Um, Mom would usually make them with imitation rum. One year, my aunt would make them with real rum. And one year, she accidentally put a little too much in there. And if my dad was eating a few of them, he's like, whew. He's like, it's warm in here. I think Joyce got it. He's a little uh, little too done. And so then the, all of those kids were like, oh, what would I try? No, no, you don't get any of the rub balls this year. <laughs> so that was always one. And uh, I asked you this before. How about uh, delectables? That's what we call them. My mom called them that. But they're also called wedding cookies. Yeah. They're made like yeah. with a pecan or walnuts and flour. Yeah. And you kind of... They're a hard cookie that they bake, and then they roll it in powdered sugar, Yeah, put them out. I uh, always liked delectables. Those were always a good cookie. It's funny. Me and a, I used to work for Walgreens, and me and a store manager, we, we'd buy a pack of the, they were called, they called wedding cookies, too, yeah. by Archway. And they're the same basic cookie. Yep. Man, we'd polish off a box of those. Yeah. They're good. They're good. <laughs> and they're not real big, either. So they're no, kind of, it's a, they, which is bad, because it doesn't feel like you're eating that much of them. You're like, I'll just grab a couple and pop them in my mouth and go. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I, I know you like pecan pies. I never oh, was a yeah. fan of these, but my mom would make them. And I'm not exactly sure what they're, I saw several different names for them, but they're mini pecan pies. They they look like a little bitty pecan pie. She'd make them, she'd make them out of like, she'd make pie crust for the shell. Right. And, and then, then she'd put the cookie stuffing, it was pecans and some kind of a caramel type of a thing. So it was like, it was like a pie filling and then she would right. bake them. And they were just, they were small, probably, 
you know, not much bigger around, about the size of a peanut butter blossom, but then they were thicker like a pecan right. pie. So yeah. she'd make those. My dad loved those things, too. I, I like those, too. Uh, yeah, anything pecan pie type, I, I really like a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, those were good. Uh, my mom would make potato candy. I know you mentioned you didn't care for it. Well, it was just so, even as a kid, it was just too sweet. It wasn't, I, I liked it, but you'd eat it. It's like, oh. It's just, <laughs> they are very oh, sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. I couldn't eat it. Yeah, because I think, you know, you take, a, somehow you, you mash up the potatoes, almost like a mashed potatoes, but you mix it with confection sugar. Yeah. And it makes like, a, you can roll it out then. Then you smear peanut butter, roll it up. So it's kind of like a Swiss roll. Then you chop them off into individual pieces. And uh, super sweet, but man, are they! I, I love them. I don't know. <laughs> you can't this, eat a bunch of them. Yeah, and I don't know if this is what this is called. I just thought of this when you were talking about it. My mom would make this, and I was never a big fan of this cookie either. But it seemed like she liked it. My dad called lace cookies. They would they would roll it out, and they called it lace because it was kind of looked like lace. It was kind of I don't know how to call it. it was oh, I thought you kind of laced them with something. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet goodness, I think. But she would Why roll. Kids so mellow? Yeah, she would roll out this dough, and it would have holes in it and stuff. And then, so it would be flat. And then she would roll them up again. Kind of, it was real thin. But she would mm-hmm. roll it up and then bake it, and it would be real hard and crunchy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, some reason I can't picture that. Yeah, so they they like those too. It was ra- lace. I think it was lace cookies or lace candy. I don't hmm. know what it was called. But did you ever yeah. have the? Uh... The Ritz crackers with peanut butter in the middle and oh, dipped yeah. in chocolate, like yep. a white chocolate or a yes, did. You know, regular chocolate. Uh, those were always good. Um, I really didn't have a whole lot of cookies, even though if I sat and thought about it, I could probably go for an hour just on cookies and candies. Because um, well, I, well, I love... Speaking of candies, I got a few of those. Something that was always around was the ribbon candy, the hard ribbon candy, like my grandma would have that. Or the assorted... Hard candies, so it would have like the squares. They'd be green or green and white. They'd have rectangles and squares, and they'd have ones that were round and kind of bumpy, and they looked mm. like a raspberry. Yeah, I think you said they had like the chewy filling in some of them. Yeah, some they'd of have them. them sitting out on the candy dish. You go to pick one up, and the whole thing <laughs> would come out of the candy dish with you. It's like yeah, you had to break it apart. Well, of course, you as a kid, you had to pick through them too to find the ones you liked. You couldn't eat, you know, some of them because they were gross tasting. <laughs> but yeah, those are good. Uh, yeah, I guess they didn't, that, that again, just going back, I'll, and I'll put a picture of this up, but that lace cookie wasn't rolled up, it was small, so they would look like that, they were... Oh, yeah, 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 I know what those are. I'll yeah. put a picture of that out on the Facebook. On the Facebook. The Facebook. On the Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, re- reach in that bag behind you and see if you, do you like those. You, you know what? I've got this probably right here. So, let's see. It's Look. Queen Anne's. Cordial cherries. Look what flavor those are, though. That is black cherry cola. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, a new, different style. Well, but, I but actually, you like the black cherry or the? Uh, I actually cordials. have chocolate covered cherry cordials right there, and that's something that we get every year. One box. My dad loved those, so it's kind of in memory of my dad. I usually will get one box. They are so sweet, though. It, I eat about two. It's like. Two, tra- uh, two trays? No, <laughs> two two of the little candies, uh, and yeah. that's about all I can eat. They are super sweet. They but are sweet, but man, I my love dad loved that, them. That liquid yep. comes out of the. Oh man, it's so good. My dad loved those, so I usually try to get one every year for him. And then yep. one other thing I remember, and you were saying you remembered these in a in a blue tin. I remembered them in a white tin, and I found they were kind of called a couple different things, either peanut butter puffs 
are golden crunchies. The ones we had were the golden crunchies. Yeah, for some reason they I were, remember them as golden nuggets, but I couldn't find them. That might have been. I saw several different kinds of them in there. We but, sold them in marching band. <laughs> yep, we sold them at school. Yeah. And they were real hard, or like a hard candy on the outside. They were kind of pillow-shaped. Yeah. And then inside would be peanut butter. Yeah. So you'd have these tins of those, and you'd eat them, and they would just get... Just jammed in every yeah. crevice and cavity in a in your teeth. And again, all super sweet. Oh, they would. <laughs> but we would polish those things off. And then that whole week, kind of after Christmas, as a kid, you'd have that all off. So you'd have ten or twelve days off where you're just doing, you know, running around, having yep. friends over, and cousins, and acting stupid. My mom usually would always make, uh, not always, but a lot of times she'd make caramel corn, like just to have in there. Mm-hmm. Or you get the popcorn with the cheese flavoring on it. Yeah. Um, she'd also make the flavored popcorns with, I think, use either Jello or Kool-Aid packets to flavor up. It'd be like a caramel type of sweet. Mm-hmm. But then it'd be, you could make cherry or strawberry or orange flavored popcorn yep. as well. So that was always, you know, yep. you can't go wrong with the caramel corn as a kid. Love that stuff. Yeah. So is that all the candies you got? That's, that's all I got <laughs> for candies and cookies. So couple more things, and these aren't candy or cookie related, but just snacky things I like during holidays is shrimp cocktail or Ooh, shrimp, having yeah. a plate of shrimp with some shrimp dipping sauce. Or like at work, you know, occasionally they'll have a seafood tray yeah. and it'll have some scallops on there and shrimp and crab meat. Uh, for I some remember, reason, I like that around the holidays. When I remember as a kid, we didn't eat a lot of fish. But it seemed like at the holidays, Dad would get like some kind of a fish tray. So it was always yeah. like the big, ooh, look, we got we got some shrimp. You'd get smoked salmon or teriyaki salmon yep. and some shrimp cocktail, maybe the imitation crab legs. Yeah. <laughs> but we loved it. you get the cocktail sauce. Oh, it was fantastic. Well, yeah, my wife's parents, the appetizer before the meal was shrimp with dipping sauce, you know, and you... You know, so you'd get there early and except for back in the day, I had to work retail and I wouldn't get there on time. So I'd sometimes, they would usually save me a couple pieces of shrimp, but sometimes I'd miss out on the shrimp. But uh, that's that's one that I like. Good call shrimp. on the fish. That was yeah. Good. And then another thing is, you know, at our family Christmas we have, my son-in-law likes to bring the uh, bacon-wrapped water chestnuts. Those are good. Oh. I don't like water chestnuts that much. Oh, I do. I that crunch. Oh, I love but, it. But, uh, yeah, you throw bacon around it and then so, barbecue it and put it in the oven. Mm, yeah, I'll eat a whole tray of those. Crackers underneath it. No, they, no, you didn't do the crackers. No. His just, is just the water yeah. chestnuts with the bacon with brown sugar on them. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't they have a little barbecue or is it just... Probably some, yeah, probably mixed in. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but the water chestnuts. And then finally for me, the last thing, and I know... You don't overlay. I don't think you like this. Is eggnog. Not a fan of eggnog. My dad loved eggnog, and that was something when I became an adult. Whenever I'd see the first thing of eggnog, I'd always buy one, though, and I'd go over there and say, Hey, Dad, got you some eggnog, and he'd always drink it. So it's got a warm place in my heart whenever, you know, you start getting closer to Thanksgiving, and I'll see the first eggnog. I, always, I think of my dad. I kind of want to buy one. Just, I don't know. And it's it's probably okay. I haven't had it in a long time, either. I think, especially as a kid, the name. Just, egg, nog, I don't want yeah. to drink egg, egg, and egg. I don't know what nog is, but that doesn't. it's like, here's this great drink we have. How do you nog let's, an let's egg? Let's make it the most disgusting name we can. What, what do you got? <laughs> Outside of, you know, throw up. Oh, it's egg, how about eggnog? That sounds gross. Yeah, we'll call it eggnog. Yeah. So as a kid, I did not want to drink anything that was called eggnog. Yeah, it's got, it's got a different taste to it. I mean, for anybody that hasn't drank eggnog, but... Um, and really, the first time I drank it, I was probably like, kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. 
But now it seems like every year I got to have at least a cup of it. <clears throat> Usually we'll buy, you know, the little quart of it. Yeah, and that, that's what I would get for my dad. A little so quart it's, of that. it's not like I have a lot of eggnog all year because I don't want a ton of it, but it's cool just to have a cup of eggnog. But it seemed like my dad's favorite. They have a Southern Comfort brand. It's not it's not alcoholic, but Southern Comfort makes this eggnog, and yeah. he liked it the best. He thought it was flavored the best. So I don't know if I I've ever it. had that one. I've yeah, had he Prairie, liked, Prairie he, Farms. He likes it. He always liked it, and so I'd always get in the little quart size of it and take it over there. And, you know, he'd, I'd, I'd sit with him and hit, let him drink the eggnog, and I'd just visit. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I do like the eggnog. Um, so I think we've pretty much celebrated... <clears throat> Excuse me. We pretty much celebrated Christmas. Yeah. We're now lounging by the fire watching Charlie Brown. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> With my eggnog. <laughs> so, well, I do have a few things I think we're going to touch on here that are kind of moving out of Christmas a little bit. And tied in a little and bit. Probably but... falling into the, <laughs> it's funny, that makes it okay. Yeah, so so, so bear with us here. <laughs> but yeah, just la- last weekend, um, wife and I, Mish and I went up to uh, to Iowa to this Christmas walk. And mm-hmm. uh, we saw the Christmas train come through. No, it was really a cool. Christmas run. Yes, I'm not running anywhere. I can barely Christmas walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have the Christmas sit around and uh, veg out. But we went up there. Um, the Christmas slow. So the, the 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 holiday train was really cool. It came through. It's all lit up, and then they have a a band that you know they drop the doors on the train. They play a couple songs, but. It was really cool. That was a lot of fun. The Sounds Christmas fun. walk was not quite what we expected. There wasn't much there. Most of the businesses in this little town had closed up, and everything that was open, there was like mostly bars and storefront churches. So, <laughs> Mister was like, "Are they going to have a rump between these two? Or they, <laughs> West they Side were, Story? Yeah, they were giving out. They did have free s'mores. They had a bakery. We went in and tried to go in. Oh, we're closed for the Christmas walk. But would you like a free donut? I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're closed, but you but want a free donut? Day old. And then uh, one of the churches up there were giving out stuff, so they handed us to it. There was uh, Band-Aids. I don't know why they were giving out Band-Aids. For the brawl. I guess. In the bars. They were giving out Band-Aids, so that was interesting. Um, one of the few stores that was down there, and it was closed too, but they had uh, a store, and it was very specific. It catered to a very specific customer. And the name of the store was the Soft Tip and Steel Darts store. And that's it. I looked inside. There was a guy in there. It was closed. (laughs) It was closed. Not dart boards. They did have one in the very, very back, but they weren't selling it. That was the shooting range. (laughs) They they had dart boards. No dart boards. It had just on one side, they had peg, like the peg boards on Mm -hmm. one wall. They had on on the other wall. So on one wall, they had the peg board with all different types of tips. And I mean, hundreds of them. Hmm. And then... Uh, on the other side, they had the dart flyer or the wings that you could get. And that was it. So and you thought, could customize your, <laughs> you could. your dart? Yeah. But I thought that is a very specific... And it's a very small town we went to. Well, you did say there were a lot of bars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there was that many bars. Big, big dart competitions there. Yeah, I don't know if there was that many bars. but so Our town is known for its... Uh, it's disc golf championships once a year. They have the world championships here. Yeah, I saw um, that sign. <laughs> well, actually, it's through about three or four towns around us. But, um, yeah, we get the world disc golfing championships. But, yeah, that is a pretty specific crowd. Yeah, so, yeah, that was that was uh, kind of entertaining and just watching uh, you know, people watch it. That's always fun up in these little towns. Kind of remind me of uh, Mayberry. <laughs> they had uh, the local... Uh, 
own kind of civic arts place there was putting on their version of the Nutcracker with these kids, and it was, yeah, very, very <laughs> cultural, very entertaining to say the least. Um, Talk about the uh, the truck with the chairs on it. Well, yeah, there was that was another thing when we got there. The the walk went from four to six, and we got there a half hour early. Get never hadn't been there. I thought, well, we'll go walk around. We got there. Wasn't much. They had the road closed. But they did have a truck, and he was pulling like a trailer. And the trailer had fold-up chairs in it. So my wife's like, oh, they must be going to set those up. Or maybe they're having a band out here or something. We don't know. I don't know. what. There wasn't a lot of information. So we're like, okay. Was it a Dodge Ram? <laughs> I just picture a Dodge Ram. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pay that much attention. So, But we saw him. He was driving around a little bit. But as the night went on, we would see him drive everywhere and... <laughs> It did not look like one chair was out of that. I don't think they used one fold-up chair. So we're not sure what this guy was doing. But he would be flying up and down the street with his truck <laughs> and those chairs. So I don't know. him out for a ride. Maybe, maybe there was an emergency and they needed like a chair. We need an <laughs> a chair at the deli. <laughs> if you we need a chair at the tavern. <laughs> Bring it back down. He's like the chair Uber. If somebody needs a chair. <laughs> they a punch chair. in an app. He brings the, them a chair. The chuber. The chubber. Chubber. He's a chubber. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but uh, driving around with all the chairs. Hmm. And um, the the one last thing I saw that oh, really a picture on the side of his truck, the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good, the chairman. I like that. Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, I got one other thing. Um, I think on a real early podcast, I talked about uh, seeing at a dollar store, and I took a picture and put it out there. Yeah. Um, they were selling ribeye steak, and so it's kind of, you know, like, ooh, ribeye steak at a dollar store. I <laughs> I don't know, but I think I found something. <clears throat> it's the prime, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I found something while we were up there that, that might that might have topped that. Uh, we went into a gas station while we were up there, and, it, uh, you know, they had, like, coffee, and they had a little bakery, and they sold, like, some fruit. and So it wasn't just, like, a gas station. It was kind of right. like a, a, a mart, mini mart yeah. gas station, but it wasn't. There wasn't part of a grocery store. It was not like a high V gas station or something. Right. <clears throat> Which even then, I'm not sure that this makes it okay. <laughs> but on on the door to the women's bathroom, they had this advertisement. So, which again, if you're going to advertise this, I don't know if you want to put it on the bathroom door. But that's what that's it what was they on chose. The door of the women's bathroom. Yeah, interesting. Because the men's was right next to it, and I went up there, and I was like, well, that's. Interesting, but uh, they had a deal going right there. So I, I don't know. You know, maybe for if it's still going Valentine's Day, take Lori up there, get you a nice romantic dinner. There we go. Sit out. Maybe the chair guy will come by and put some chairs out for you. Yeah, because I need that. I probably need to get grow. you some dart guy too. <laughs> get you some darts. But they have five ounce bacon wrapped fillets for a dollar ninety nine. So you can get you a gas station bacon wrapped fillet. Like I said, oh, I were they pre cooked or were they? It it didn't say. Um, <laughs> or do you grow your own? <laughs> prices are good through January second, so oh. maybe for New Year's or yeah, Lori's birthday is January tenth. Do we be an early early gift? early gift? Wrap that I, I in think, with the, the gym membership. I was gonna say I think after the gym membership and the beef fillet, I don't know how she could have a a complaint really. <laughs> I think she's got it. Got things going on really. She's got she's got a bit of. Gym membership, uh, beef fillets. You can probably tell her get two or three of them for a dollar ninety nine. 
<laughs> but yeah, the dollar ninety nine gas station beef fillet. So uh, anybody looking for some some good uh, beef fillets? Go to Iowa. Go to Iowa. Feel free to message us, and I'll tell you the name of the gas station, and uh, you can you can go up there. Go pick up that deal. Yeah. They also had a sign there that they also were selling organic, cage-free brown eggs. So, if you want those at your gas station... I don't think I've ever seen a cage with eggs in it. And you won't there either. It's cage-free <laughs> eggs. Oh, they're free-range eggs. Yeah, not organic, the, not the chickens. Free. The chickens are caged by crap. So they, so they hatched them, and they, or they laid the eggs in a, in a cage, and then they took them out and spread them around. The t- the, the chickens don't have enough room to even stand up. But as soon as the egg comes out, they put it out in the pasture. It's very... They're I, very I picture all these eggs just laying out. And it's like an Easter egg, huh? <laughs> yeah, so so you can't get your organic cage-free brown eggs there. Hmm, sounds good. Get that and a, a steak, man. I can have me a good little breakfast. Steak and eggs. And the the steak, steak is wrapped with bacon. So, yeah. yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Sounds pretty good. So did you have one more thing? <laughs> Do I have one more thing? I mean, well, we're talking. Well, I mean, who who raises beef and chickens and well, the farmers. Well, we and, you like know, to, so we like to pay tribute to the farmers. They should be paid tribute. And nice things should be done to to show them gratitude. Really. Yeah, and I and I think in East Peoria they're doing just that. <laughs> I think so. Um, we saw this the other day driving around. Uh, there's a, there's a, a gentleman's club, and yes. I did the air quote gentleman's club. <laughs> Uh, the Club Cabaret. And uh, we were driving uh, down through East Peoria, heading to another town for work. And they have a sign out front, and it just said, Welcome Central Illinois Farmers. <laughs> not Farm Association, not like they're having some kind of a convention. It's just <laughs> Central Illinois Farmers. So I guess this this segment here takes care of your ho ho ho. That's right. Either with the farmer or with with the with the gentleman's club. I bet the girls were hoping they'd rake it in at that one. <laughs> Ba-doom, Ba-doom, boom. Oh, so I bet they serve those dollar ninety nine steaks there. I bet they do as appreciation. But I, I don't know how they yeah. So it's like how are they making the farmers come in and feel welcome? They have the the stripper pole. The, Done up like a corn stall. Corn stall. The girls are wearing overalls. <laughs> big, put a, put big a dollar boots. in my pocket. Yeah. We're gonna have a pig calling contest later on. <laughs> Woo-wee, sweet, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so straw on the floor. <laughs> oh. oh, but yeah. So anyway, yeah the 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 strip club is honoring the. Uh, the Central Illinois farmer. Central Illinois farmer. Pay an homage to the to the good old farmers there. Yeah, we won't go too far with that. But. No, <laughs> there's plenty of things I could keep going, but we're going to stop with that. But anyway, that's that's kind of all. Just kind of wrapping things down, and uh, I guess that really killed any Christmas goodwill and sp- that, that we might have <laughs> accumulated over the past three or four podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we know the farmers are you know being. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I'm not helping you because I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, they're being, what's the word? Um, we said it at the beginning of that segment. Uh, Gratitude. Yeah. Grateful. Or, or uh, recognize. Recognize. There you That's go. The word they're I'm being recognized. That's what it is. Or they probably don't want to be recognized. <laughs> they may not. Uh, Parking lot is full of combines and... John Deere tractors. 
All right. Well, I think we have about wrapped up Christmas. We've run through a little, you know, it's funny that makes it okay. So now we're going to talk about um, the holidays that you can celebrate. This Outside week. of Christmas. Outside of Christmas. But on Monday, do you have your aluminum pole ready? Are we still talking about the club cabaret or what are we <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I am talking about... I don't have my metal pole ready yet. <laughs> well, I am talking about Festivus. Oh, Festivus. And there's a Festivus for the rest of us. All right. Well, <laughs> so, I'm always up for Festivus. That's right. So on Monday, the 23rd of December, we observe Festivus, that made-up Seinfeld holiday that George and his parents observed. Uh, we have to air our grievances. We have to perform the feats of strength to celebrate Festivus. A Festivus for the rest of yep. us. So on Monday, how you can observe that is watch some Seinfeld. That's the best way. If you want to perform some feats of strength or air your grievances, I'd say I'd be okay too. And wish those around you a happy Festivus. Well, on Tuesday, not only is it Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas Eve to everybody. That's right. But it is also Eggnog Day. Eggnog. See? I don't know how I got stuck with Eggnog Day, but it is Eggnog <laughs> Day. It says Eggnog is a drink, a delicious cocktail. See, there's even more reason for me to drink it that of day. eggs, milk, cream, sugar, and spices. Uh, so, so Eggnog originates in England um, and has now become associated with Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, in the United States and other parts of the world. Traditionally, some kind of alcohol is added to eggnog, although non-alcoholic recipes also exist. Uh, in the United States, bourbon or whiskey is the spirit of choice. While in the United Kingdom, so if you're over in the UK... Yeah, well, I'm over there frequently. Yeah, so when you're over there, they'll probably be putting sherry or brandy into your eggnog. Although I might want to go to Liverpool so I can listen to the Paul McCartney song while I'm there. <laughs> well, you're going to have to. So there, here's a little here's a little nugget for you. It says while eggnog has occupied an important place an important place during holiday social gatherings in many parts of the world, uh, excess consumption of the drink has led to chaos in at least one particular situation. In 1826, there was a Christmas party <laughs> at the United States Military Academy at West Point, New York. Drunk cadets got involved into a brawl after drinking large amounts of eggnogs, and the event is now remembered as the Eggnog Riot. So, <laughs> how to celebrate? Make eggnog and share it with your families. Make an adult version of the beverage. Slip on your nightie and drink your eggnog. No, I don't think that's what they're talking about. I don't think so. <laughs> you should uh, try adding a little alcohol. Maybe get into a riot with your neighbors after you drink some eggnog. <laughs> Uh, and did you know that according to some, the name eggnog comes from Middle English word noggin. Noggin. The word refers to a, a wooden... Yeah, let me try that again. The word refers to a wooden mug used to serve alcohol. I thought maybe you got an egg on your noggin. You might. <laughs> you might get a wrap on the <laughs> noggin after drinking some eggnog. <laughs> but anyway, Tuesday is eggnog day. All right. Well, Wednesday, obviously, is Christmas. Again, Merry Christmas. And... That is the most important thing to observe on Wednesday. But in case you want to observe something different, we have a couple on Wednesday that you can observe. One is Gravmas Day, G-R-A-V-M-A-S-S Day. And this is an unofficial holiday annually on the 25th to celebrate the birth 
at the birth anniversary of English physicist and mathematician Isaac Newton. So you could to celebrate this. You could celebrate the life and times of Isaac Newton by sharing scientific ideas and discoveries with each other. That's exactly what you want to do on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. You know, make science and physics-related parodies of Christmas carols and sing them. This sounds like a Big Bang thing. It sounds <laughs> terrible. But. So I won't beat this one to death. It's, it's, you're celebrating Isaac Newton and gravity, so go throw something out the window and you celebrate it. <laughs> uh, the other thing you can do in addition to Christmas is you can celebrate Alphabet Day or Noel Day. And this is a play on word holiday for Noel for Christmas or Noel Day. So basically, if you want to try to celebrate it, it says some things you can do is try avoiding using the letter L or words with the letter L in there. So you'll have to come up with some pet name for Lori and call her <laughs> Sweet Cakes or something. I don't know. What, no, Noel. No, Ori. 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 You can call her Ori. <laughs> Her middle name's Lynn, so, so she'll you be can, Ori in. Ori in. You can also ban the use of objects that begin with the letter L in your household or workplace. So nothing can be used that starts with the letter L. Hmm, what would that be? Lennon? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else you have. Nothing's with popping in my I'm head. I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff that I'm forgetting. Yeah. And it says this holiday is also a great excuse to learn more about orthography. Orthography is a study of the rules of writing a language. So, there you go. Alphabet Day or Noel Day. Or Christmas. <laughs> I would just stick with Christmas. But. Yes, me too. So, Christmas is wrapped up now. And so, now we're on Thursday the 26th. And what can we do on that day to celebrate? How about Thank You Note Day? But I think in order for me to do that, somebody's got to do something for me. <laughs> Well, I think you're thanking them for all of the gifts that you got. Ah. Like Lori will be thanking you for the uh, gym membership. <laughs> and the beefsteak. The beefsteak. <laughs> uh, beef yeah. filet. The beef filet, yeah, with wrapped in bacon. Uh, so, yeah. So, thank you note day. Uh, take out your best stationery and write thank you notes to everyone you need to thank. Uh, when you don't make Lori do her housework until like 10 o'clock on that day, don't you? You usually let her sleep. Yeah, you even let, maybe the next day. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let the day pass. Um, Very so generous. How can you celebrate this? Is handwrite thank you notes. Uh, be sincere and write from the heart. People know if you don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, if you can, why not add a small handmade gift for some of your recipients to thank them for their thoughtfulness? And then lastly, if you don't have time, an email thank you note is better than sending no such note. So you could type up an email and spam people with it. Well, thank you for that information. That's right. You're welcome. <laughs> so Friday, December 27th, we have no interruptions day. None. I'm going to interrupt this. You cannot interrupt this day. We interrupt this segment. <laughs> and basically they made this day because the holiday season can tire you out. So take this time to, you know, recharge your battery. Put that do not disturb sign on your door. Disconnect, unplug. Um, if you get to stay home, if you don't have to work that day, you know, just unplug from everything. Don't check your email. Don't answer the phone. Don't get online. If you have to go to work, eh, you might have to do some of that stuff. But then when you get home, just try to relax. Recharge your batteries. Get rested up from all the holiday craziness. <sighs> relax. That sounds good. So that was Friday, December 27th. No right. interruptions day.
<clears throat> well, then, so you've celebrated Christmas, got a little lull between the holidays now of Christmas and New Year's. Why not on Saturday get together and have card playing day? Um, you need a break? Get your family and friends together for a quiet, fun night of card playing. So how do you celebrate this? Learn a new card game. It's always fun. Host a card game night. Keep it simple. Get takeout, pop in a few frozen pizzas, and get to playing. So playing card night. There you go. There you go. And last, finish up this week, Sunday, December 29th, we have Pepper Pot Day. Pepper Pot Day is an unofficial holiday. It kind of honors the honor the famous stew uh, that's associated with George Washington's army during the American Revolution. Yes. And, and I thought you were lacing your pot with paper or pepper, but I guess you're not. Paper pepper. Pepper paper pot. <laughs> so wasn't that's pepper, not what you do. Wasn't Pepper Potts the name of uh, Iron Man's girlfriend, too? I think it I is. I could be. I could be mistaken. I think it is. It's pepper. I believe it is. So anyway, we were talking. I think back onto my history, and it seemed like most of the time with during the American Revolution, George Washington's army was starving to death. So and freezing. I, I don't know how well this day would go over, but you could uh, celebrate it by making a big old pot of the uh, pepper pot stew, and basically what it is, it's made up of tripe, vegetables, and pepper. Uh, sometimes known as the Philadelphia Pepper Pot. Uh, there are different variations of this um, soup or stew, but it is thought that the Philadelphia Pepper Pot may have been inspired in many ways by the cuisine of the Caribbean slaves and immigrants in America. So trite, for those of you don't, that don't know, it's a stomach lining. It usually mm-hmm. comes from three of the four chambers of the cow's stomach. That's right. So, I've had tripe before. It's real chewy and doesn't have a lot of flavor. Yeah. I, at least I didn't think so. I, I wasn't a fan. Well, the, the, what I had was uh, there was a, um, a Hispanic girl that worked at the store I worked at, and she made it for us one night, and it was extremely hot. Did she hate you? <laughs> <laughs> she must have. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was extremely hot. But anyway, if you want to, go out there, celebrate Pepper Pot Day, make you some tripe stew. Delicious. All right. Well, that is all we've got. Well, that wraps it up. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I believe the next episode will be the last episode yeah, we'll of talk the year. Yeah, we'll talk a little New Year's. New Year's and then just kind of back into the normal uh, stupidity we normally do. Away yeah. from all the Christmas stuff. Maybe hope, make, make some resolutions. Oh yeah, we'll try to make some resolutions. Be funnier. I'm sure that's what most of our yeah. huge audience is requesting. Yeah, they're like, us. could you do something funny for yeah. once? Yeah, so. maybe we'll try to even come up with some... Uh, International flavor for our international uh, <laughs> listeners out there. There you go. Since we know absolutely nothing about anything outside the no, United States. Well, hopefully we, we, we don't offend too bad. But uh, <laughs> we'll make it funny anyway, or try to. But thank you all for listening once again. Hope you have a great holiday season. Merry Christmas. Spend some time with the family in all seriousness. Uh, family and friends, just uh, in, in, enjoy your time together. That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Well, that's the show. So... Thank you again for listening, and we will see you in a week. Later. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to itsfunny at comic.com. Remember, 
If you see or do something that's a little questionable, 